a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now I am joined by Truby Dillon-Smith and Alec Wilson uh, from Arcade Theatre Company. Morena to you both. Kia How's it going? Oh, it's, it's marvellous. Yeah. It's marvellous. It's, yeah. mon- it's Monday. Everyone yeah, loves a Monday. Oh, they totally do. Yeah. It's always great. You can restart the week doing mm. the things you love. Uh, there was that person that asked other people to tell him why he didn't like Mondays. Garfield? Yes. No, yeah. it wasn't Garfield. <laughs> no, it was that charity guy that put on aid concerts. Garfield? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, you're right. You've got him. Yeah, yeah. Garfield. He yes. loved charity. <laughs> he did. He totally yeah. did. Uh, anyway, we're here to talk about the, the second arcade theatre company uh, performance of the year. Yes. Performance, uh, the Board Soprano. Um, first play written by Romanian writer uh, Eugene Ionescu. Brilliant pronunciation. Great. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. My partner is Romanian, so... Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed she it. helped me with that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so the first play written by him, um, and it's gone on to become such an important work, um, but I just want to know, what is Theatre of the abs- abs- uh, Absurd? What a wonderful question. What is it? Um, well, um, we can go really academic with it for a second, and then we'll make it fun. So the academic um, part of it is that um, after World War II, people were thinking, oh, this is awful. Um, <laughs> logic and um, art has caused us to commit a massive worldwide genocide, and the world is shit. Um, so therefore, the life is essentially meaningless. And so the theory of the absurd is essentially playing on that fact, which is that any kind of logic or reason um, is, is inherently meaningless and will lead to our own destruction. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so why shouldn't we just play and enjoy the fact that everything is inherently meaningless and that life essentially has no point apart from us trying to find what life is all about? Okay, so this play is pretty much like a war. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Of sorts. In, in, in a way, yes. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. There are definitely warlike moments within mm, the play. Yeah. Those are my favourite ones. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely see that manifest, that frustration, that sort of despairing at, um, at, one, at, at uh, maybe a lack of meaning in anything that they're doing. Um, and that manifests in a really fun way because you've got these people who uh, kind of want to tear each other apart. Um, but are not allowed to. And so playing that frustration and seeing that frustration makes them do really, really strange and really, uh, really um, bizarre things that are really fun to play, I've got to say. <laughs> nice, nice. Right, the plot. Uh, I read it. I'm confused. Oh, no, Jamie. That's not, you can't be confused. Can't <laughs> we be not confused? Oh, you please? hurt yourself in your confusion. <laughs> um, well, I don't want to spoil it for the people that will hopefully buy tickets, but um, the play is about uh, two couples, the Muns and the Smiths, and the Muns um, are bickering as they always do. The so, Smiths. Uh, so the Smiths are. Yeah. And then um, they go off and they forget that they have guests coming, and then the guests arrive and the guests forget who they are and where they are and what they're meant to be doing. <laughs> Um, and then the other couple, the Smiths, re-return, and it, um, it, it devolves into conversations about doorbells, uh, ceilings, and fire captains mm. um, as, these, as these four people struggle to try and make sense of why they're here and what they're meant to be doing. <laughs> So it's um, sounds amazing. It's really fun. I think it's just a really, really a real blast. In describing the plot, yeah, you 
you do kind of reflect on, hmm, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Why, why are we doing this? Yeah, I'm really confused. How do you go about putting on these kinds of plays? There's another interesting question I have for you. Why I find it interesting. It's an interesting question. Well, I mean, do you have to, like, apply for rights in the, in the light? You do, yeah. So even though Eugene Ionesco is dead, um, R.I.P., long may he live in heaven, um, he, his trust still own the rights of the play, so we need to pay his, uh, his um, descendants the money for the plays, and, and we give it to them and they say thank you um, thank you for that money um, we don't no longer need to work because our great granddaddy was so good at writing plays um, and so there's um, yeah so that's what we do to get the rights of the plays you, you, gave, you gave his children cash we did we gave his you children cash them. yeah they came over yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of course they did yeah we handed it over in a wee envelope Mm. Yeah, and so from there we we basically given um, <laughs> liberty to do whatever we like with the play, providing that we follow the script, which is great. So we've, um, while there is a script which cannot change, um, we've done a lot of different things with it. We've made some interesting things. Our set is kind of interesting. It's got a bunch of mirrors in it, Ooh. a lot of rotational things in it. Um, we're doing it in the round, which means that uh, it's a circle stage, so yes. people can look at each other all the time. So it's all rather interesting. Um, so the Bold Soprano has been running. In France for the last 60 years, and I think it's the longest continuous running play in the world. Um, but this is a very different version to what you would see if you went to Gay Paris. Other than the script. Other than the script. <laughs> I want to uh, just say the script has not changed. Um, when does a play come off that kind of copyright type thing? When, when, when can you just do it? I don't know. Do you know true? I, uh, I actually don't know. Didn't that change recently? I think it did change. I think it uh, used to be... 50 years after they died. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, and now... Uh, yeah, yeah, don't know. Now, uh, I think now if you kill the playwright yourself, you, you get the you rights. You inherit the play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah it becomes yeah. yours. It becomes yours, yeah. Of, of course, we can't, we can't encourage no, we, listeners to, to do that, but, you know. Yeah. Ga- game of players. You're... you're, exactly. you're, you're an option there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already dead, so yeah. You yeah. know, hey, there's a lot of great playwrights out there that are yeah. still alive. Roger Hall has a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <to think. laughs> <He does>. yeah. <laughs> I'm not advocating for you to assassinate Roger Hall so that his rights go to you. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. No, because you want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> no. Oh. I Yes. Is he like the person that all theatre people in Dunedin look up to the most? No, everyone in Dunedin theatre usually hates him because he, he made a middle class theatre that everyone absolutely hates and is appalled by. But God, it makes money. Your <laughs> mum and yeah. dads love going to see his plays. They do. The middle age spread, what's that all about? Don't know, but two old people have a conversation for 60 minutes and it's great. <laughs> um... So, so I mean, the, the play, this play yes. in particular, Middle Age Spread, but uh, the Bald Soprano, like it does go to weird places. We don't know where we're going, what's going on. How was it to uh, act in that, Truby? Oh, it's great fun. It's really fun. Um, sometimes it's it's great just to, um, and it, it, it's a very different approach for a play. Um, because you, I mean, you've still got intentions that you're looking for. You're still, I don't know, you you still you still want to have a consistent character. But in, in like in this particular absurdism, I don't know you just get to have fun just with the, I don't know, nonsense. Like you get to fun with just like the articulation of words, just like outbursts and mm. non secateurs and um i know there's a there's there's a real fun to acting out madness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um and i think i think um audiences get 
quite a thrill from it as well because they it's because it's just not what they're expecting i think it's these yeah. larger than life characters eh? yeah, 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 yeah. seemingly illogical things but they are so invested in doing it yes. yeah yeah uh, yeah it, it makes sense to the characters mm. um so it's not so inconsistent that it's alienating um but yeah it's fun like, i think it's i yeah, I think it's a real joy. I think it's kind of there's a, like an effortless comedy to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it must take a, a bit of work from you, Alex, to get them into those kinds of roles and doing it in that kind of way because it is kind of going away from the norm and a, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, usually when you direct a a, a normal play, you um, go and talk about intentions and so try and work from it from a kind of a psychological perspective. How how do we get from this point to this point? How do we get from saying nothing to then declaring that the baby's not yours? It's my <laughs> uncle's. Um, in this play, it's, it's seemingly absurd because they're talking about um, paper clips in one instance, and they're talking about ceiling, and it, nothing really flows. But I guess the kind of the thing we've been talking about is talking ab- is talking about how these characters do believe in these things as though they are the most important thing in the world. It could be just a conversation about whether or not you open the door and there's someone behind it. Or not, but for them, it's the most important thing in the world. Yeah, and you have yeah. to, you know, and they have to come across as they're not being manic, I guess, as well, right? Yeah, although we are definitely going down that path <laughs> in a big way. Oh, fantastic! Um, so, when does it start? When are we going? When are we on? It opens on Friday, this Friday. Yeah, the twenty-fourth yeah. at seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah through to the first. That's Very right. Yeah. Don't try and come Monday though. We will not be there. No show on Monday. No show Monday. No show Monday. Uh, And where is it? It's at 82 Bond Street. 82 Bond Street. Which is a fun new warehouse space we have um, have found. And it's just behind the clean. If you love washing your car, (laughs) you can have a car wash and a show. Um, what <laughs> a combination! Like, yeah, what a combination! <laughs> to be clear, you can't leave your vehicle at the car wash oh, and no. car wash to show you. You will need to attend it. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a yeah, really nice space. It's a is short, there good heating? Good heating. We've got two heat pumps in there. Well, that's important. Yeah, it's very important. Um, it's just a short walk from the Oscan, maybe a five minute walk from the Oscan, so you can have a, free, a few pre drinks there. Um, not too many. Not too many. Not too many. Come sober and sensible, please. Indeed. Oh, just a little bit. Oh, just a little bit silly, a little yeah. bit tipsy. Tips, tipsy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit tipsy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds exciting. Like, I, I love it. I've never really heard of Theatre of the Absurd before. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Is it still, like, do people still write like, these kinds of works? It's kind of evolved from that a little bit. I guess you could think of, like, um, there's, there's lots of kind of things they've taken... Uh, stock from it like if you've seen like a lot of Adult Swim stuff like Cartoon Network like, like um, yeah, yeah, Eric, yeah. the uh, Eric Andre show yeah. or um, yeah. uh, Adventure Time those mm. kind of things they're very kind of absurd in their kind of intentions yeah yeah, yeah. fantastic well I'm um, I'm going to go check it out because okay. it sounds fantastic oh thanks Jamie yeah 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 and, and, I, and I don't like because I read it and I'm confused so I want <laughs> that confusion to disappear yes. uh, I yes. think the only way I'm going to be able to do that is by coming in and uh, coming in yeah. yeah I think we'll be able to present you with a a good, uh, good consistency from which to digest the play. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm. I like that. Great yeah. answer. We're going to give away a couple, two double passes. Two double passes.
passes. Yeah, so if you want to go, uh, just text 0212 Radio 1. That's 0212723461. I don't need to look at the board like you lads do. I do all the time. Uh, I, know I never know the number. I listen. Oh, oh, just to wait for the references. Oh, thank you, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, no more, you know, KKK references lately. But no one ever insinuated that. <laughs> no, you're an upstanding member of society, Jamie Green. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. 0212 Radio 1. Just send in your name uh, and uh, maybe your email, and uh, we'll sort that out for you. Oh, fantastic. Hey, thank you both for coming in this morning. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you very much. Oh, any time. Well, not any time, just when you've got plays on. All right. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 not yeah. just random days. Yeah, we're not that kind of friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could be. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, me too. That's right. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.